Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Hey, welcome back to Healing at the Speed of Light. This is a weekly podcast where we review the evidence and factors surrounding the success of light therapy in healthcare today. Light and laser therapy is now termed photobiomodulation, and it has some astounding potential benefits, not only in the future, but also right now. And every day there are new studies coming out that talk about the possible benefits of light and laser therapy. When we're talking about light and laser therapy, photobiomodulation, we're not talking about burning or cutting or destroying any tissues, nothing like that. We're talking about using the light in low doses so that it stimulates certain mechanisms of the body's tissues to perform better. And really, essentially, we're speeding up the rate at which the body can recover from anything from muscle strains to traumatic brain injury to pain from shingles, rotator cuff tears. I mean, there's so much information. And today I'm excited to bring you a study that is brand new, published July 2021, just a few weeks ago. And this one talks about dementia, Alzheimer's disease in particular. I'll go ahead and give you the title. It's called Transcranial Near-Infrared Light Stimulations Improve Cognition in Patients with Dementia. And this was, like I said, published just last month, July 2021, in Aging and Disease. Now, I will break that title down here in just a moment. There is a link to this paper in the show notes. You're welcome to go look at that too. But what I thought first we should do is look at some of the problems with dementia, some of the difficult tasks that come along with mental decline in Alzheimer's and other related diseases. Because to really comprehend a condition, I feel like you need to understand what some of the day-to-day challenges are that folks face when they're dealing with these problems. So first, what is dementia? What are we talking about here when we're talking about mental decline, dementia? Well, we're talking about the brain not performing as well as it should. One of the most obvious symptoms is memory loss, but there are other symptoms too, and we're going to go through some of that. Dementia is a rapidly advancing problem for a lot of people, and the most common cause of dementia is Alzheimer's disease. That contributes uh, 60 to 80% of cases of mental decline in dementia. That number is expected to increase and escalate dramatically in the coming years with the aging of the baby boom generation. For example, in 2019, there was an estimated 5.5 million Americans living with Alzheimer's disease but by the time we get to 2050, it's estimated will be at 13.8 million here just in the U.S. alone. And now that's not even talking about the additional dementia problems like Lewy body dementia, frontotemporal dementia, and Parkinson-related dementia. Those are all conditions that include mental decline, and that makes day-to-day life very, very difficult. So the researchers on today's paper took a group of patients that were diagnosed with dementia and they put them through a series of tests and the series of tests was designed to determine how well they were doing cognitively with memory and with simple tasks. Here's some of the tests they ran both before the light therapy sessions as well as after eight weeks of doing these treatments. And I'll tell you more about the actual light therapy they did here in just a moment but again here's some of the things that were very difficult. Orientation word recall, copying skills, word finding ability, the ability to to find the word that fits within that sentence, 
Also a clock drawing ability. Basically, you're told to draw a clock face that shows, say, 6.30. And how well do you do drawing out the clock face and then putting the hands on the clock to point to the right time? Also, story recall immediately after it's been read, as well as after a 30-minute delay. You know, how do you do recalling the story that was just told to you and then remembering it for a little while? Also, remembering sequences of numbers, either going forward or going in reverse, as well as visual motor coordination and sleep quality and duration. All those things are affected in dementia. And so the worse the dementia condition is, the more and more problems patients tend to have with all of those issues. So the researchers in this study went ahead, reviewed those tests to see how these study participants would perform. They did that before. And then what they did is they sent these patients home with a light therapy helmet. And the light therapy helmet they could use twice a day, every day, just for six minutes at a time. And this helmet used LEDs that would go over the head and also right into the eyes. Now, because the light intensity was very low, it did not damage the eyes, and that allowed them to get a little bit more light, they theorized, into at least the frontal parts of the brain. The light color that they used was near-infrared, just a little bit less than 1,100 nanometers. And so everyone involved in the study took one of these helmets home, but a third of the participants who, you know, the patients who took these helmets home had theirs switched off. And because it's invisible infrared light, it was not possible to know that yours was actually switched off. They did that because they wanted to have a placebo-controlled trial where they had a fake treatment, which was with the lights turned off, and then they had an active treatment where the lights would actually activate and shine this infrared light onto the head and then of course with the idea that we're getting light into the brain because near infrared light has been shown to go right through the skin and the skull and gently stimulate mechanisms within the brain tissues. What kind of mechanisms? Well, in the paper, they say that this near-infrared light can exert an anti-inflammatory function. And why is that important with dementia? Well, we think at this point, a lot of researchers at least think at this point, that the development of dementia and Alzheimer's disease in particular is not just some random occurrence. It is actually a response to chronic inflammation within the brain and that over time, that traumatizes the brain and reduces its efficiency. It also promotes the buildup of amyloid plaques, which if you know much about Alzheimer's disease and dementia, you've probably heard about these amyloid plaques and how we need to use medications to you know, get rid of these amyloid plaques, but really, these plaques are thought to be a kind of innocent bystander, a response of the brain's difficulty in dealing with this ongoing inflammation. So controlling that inflammatory process might actually slow down the progression of dementia and Alzheimer's disease. And that's exactly what these researchers are saying that near-infrared light can do. It exerts an anti-inflammatory function in the brain. It also has benefits in regulating pro- and anti-inflammatory cytokines in brain parenchyma, which that just means some of the chemical effects 
and control mechanisms of inflammation in the brain tissues. And further than that, they say that near-infrared light can also promote synaptogenesis and neurogenesis. Now, synaptogenesis is the creation of new synapses, or connections, within the brain, and neurogenesis is the production of new neurons. Now, just a few years ago, I mean 10, 15 years ago, we had no idea that you could promote the creation of new brain cells, of new brain materials, new synapses even. We thought once these tissues were destroyed, really that was it. And these researchers are saying now that near-infrared light can promote the stimulation of new synapses and new neurons forming within the brain. They say that is happening through the activation of brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Now, there's several other factors that they list here. I won't go into the really nitty-gritty on this one. You're probably already bored hearing about the science side of it. But again, the link to this study's text is in the show notes, and it's really not too hard of a read. If you want to look at some of the details here, it's pretty fascinating stuff. So they sent about two-thirds of their patients home with one of these light therapy helmets that were switched on, and then about a third of the patients went home with a deactivated light therapy helmet that the patient thought was turned on. And so after eight weeks of the patients using these light therapy helmets twice a day for six minutes per time, they brought them back and they retested them. And they found out that all the patients who had the active light therapy had no health or adverse effects reported. Okay, so no, no risk factors there. And then also, both the patients and the family caregivers reported some very positive feedback, including longer and more peaceful night sleep. The duration of sleep increased by about an hour on average after eight or so days of treatment. The recurring nightmares that some patients were having did cease. And patients also reported being more energetic and more physically and mentally engaged in their daily living. The caregivers noted also that patients had less anxiety, improved mood, improved energy, and a positive daily routine about two to three weeks into the light therapy sessions. And that was not seen in the patients who had the placebo or the fake light therapy helmet, the one that was switched off. They didn't notice any of those positive effects. When they repeated the testing, they did notice that there were improvements in the clock drawing test as well as in some of the logical memory tests. And so they concluded that not only did their study demonstrate that this was very safe, but also that this improvement in quality of life was significant and significantly effective. So I think it'll be exciting in the coming days and months and weeks even of more studies being published to see how light therapy, which is incredibly safe, can positively affect those who right now are pretty much hopeless because Really, dementia is a progressive disorder that gets worse and worse over time. And as I already read, it's becoming more and more frequent. So if we can come up with non-pharmaceutical ways to address things like Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's dementia, then not only can it hopefully help the quality of life and the longevity of these patients, but also reduce the pharmaceutical load that patients are undergoing and that insurances and Medicare and other social health programs then have to pick up the burden for. You know, just a month or two ago, a new drug was approved called Aduhelm, and it's designed to be used for Alzheimer's patients. It's delivered in once monthly infusions, and each infusion costs $5,000. And you know what? If that worked, 
that would be totally worth it for these patients. But the problem is we don't even have any studies that show that it improves quality of life or slows down disease progression. The only thing that was shown with this new drug, Aduhelm, is that it can reduce the amyloid plaques to some degree. But again, those are almost an innocent bystander. Really, this inflammatory side is what started the problem. So light therapy seems to attack the main root cause of what started this dementia process in the first place. Anyway, we definitely need more research on this, but this is really exciting stuff. Again, brand new studies showing how light therapy can be effective for so many different conditions. If you'd like to learn more, go to our website, lasertherapyinstitute.org, or even send me an email, info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. Download this paper and take a look at it. See what you think. And if you're somebody who's looking for effective light and laser therapies near you, we have clinics across the country that might be able to help you out. You can find them at our website. There's a link at the top that says Our Clinics. You can see a map of clinics near you. And again, if you're having trouble finding somebody or you want some more information on these particular research studies or light therapy, send me an email, info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. Also, if you have not left us a rating or a review, please do. Scroll down. If you're on an iPhone, you can just scroll all the way to the bottom of the page, and you can leave us a review. I would love to see some more reviews pop up that would let us know what we're doing well and maybe what we need to do better on. Thanks very much, and I look forward to seeing you back here again next week. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you're a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.